Hi everyone, I'm Nicholas Tutara. Welcome to Tutara Time. The Derek Chauvin verdict came in and he was found guilty on all three charges, two murder charges and one manslaughter charge. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count one, unintentional second degree murder while committing a felony, find the defendant guilty. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count two, third degree murder perpetrating an eminently dangerous act, find the defendant guilty. We the jury in the above entitled matter as to count three, Second degree manslaughter, culpable negligence, creating an unreasonable risk, find the defendant guilty. So now he awaits sentencing. It looks like his sentencing can be 12 years at the max for the two murder counts and I believe five years for the manslaughter count. So if they run concurrently, the longest he could be in is for 12 and a half years. And if they run consecutively, he can go away for about 30 years or so. This case really addresses a lot that's going on in society. When I saw the verdict first came back right away, I knew immediately he was gonna be found guilty because a quick verdict usually means guilt. It means that the jurors did not really examine the evidence that closely. The standard in the murder trial is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. And Chauvin's lawyer certainly presented a ton of evidence evidence that raised reasonable doubt. Floyd had above the lethal levels of fentanyl in his system. He had 75% arterial blockage, which would also cause his death. One of the medical expert witnesses testified that if he had found George Floyd alone in his apartment, he would have immediately listed the case as a drug overdose based on his system. The defense showed evidence that Chauvin was never on Floyd's trachea and that there was no damage in the carotid arteries, which would cut off blood supply to the brain. So I wasn't on the jury. I did not hear all the evidence. I did not watch every bit of the case. So obviously I have to go with what the jury who was there decided. But there's a larger issue going on. What's really going on here is mob justice. In the press conference after the trial, George Floyd's brother was talking. And one of the things he mentioned was the first George Floyd was Emmett Till. The person that comes to my mind is 1955 and to me he was the first George Floyd mm. that was that was Emmett Till yeah. wow so that immediately is troubling because there is no first George Floyd or second George Floyd or third George Floyd. Every case is supposed to be judged on its merits alone. It seems to me that this case was a statement about police brutality and the false narratives of white supremacy. For those people who are exploding that the Floyd incident is based on race, there was no evidence of that presented at the trial. Nowhere in the trial was any evidence presented that Derek Chauvin was kneeling on George Floyd because he hated black people or because George Floyd was black, either by the prosecution or the defense. There's systemic racism that's a stain on our nation's soul. So why is it considered a racial murder? Again, race happens to be happenstance. The police who answered the call, it could have been a black cop, it could have been a white cop. So to really inject race into it, I believe is deadly for society. And it's a very sad day because society is dying right before us. So many people who live in our country now hate the United States of America. Joe Biden's ambassador to the UN gave a speech the other day at the UN about how systemic racism is the 
underlying foundation of America. So they're really looking to destroy the country. I also find this really troubling because the police now are going to be very hesitant to do their job. I think there's something morally bankrupt in asking a police officer to go into a dangerous situation as their job and then finding them guilty over what they needed to do to subdue the situation. I introduced the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. This bill would hold law enforcement accountable and help build trust between law enforcement and our communities. Chauvin's attorney showed evidence, video evidence, that Chauvin's knee was never across Floyd's neck, but it was on his shoulder, on his shoulder blade. All of that was disregarded. This verdict was to prevent the streets from exploding in rioting, but we'll see if it does anyway. And for those people out there who are screaming to defund the police, they really need to be careful of what they wish for. Because if police are gone and there is no police and every person has to defend themselves, the criminals are not going to be treated with kit gloves the way they are now by the police. A citizen is not going to be worried whether he's read a criminal their Miranda rights or whether they're exercising proper use of force. They're just going to shoot to kill. By stripping the police of their authority, what you're really doing is encouraging crime and then setting the criminals themselves up to be killed by law-abiding citizens. You know, every time there's a death of a black man at the hands of police in this country, it serves the left's political agenda. It serves their narrative. It helps them to stoke hate and fear. America has a long history of systemic racism. I don't think that they are concerned about George Floyd's life at all. I think they're just concerned about the political mileage they can get from it. The squad, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, they're all surrounded with private security, but they want to defund the police. America is the greatest country on earth. If people really want to see racism, go travel anywhere else in the world and you'll find out what a great country America really is and how fair we are to everybody. The jury could have easily come back and said that Floyd overdosed on fentanyl, which really seems to be the case. Of course, Chauvin's attorney is going to appeal the case based on the fact that Maxine Waters was publicly threatening riots and violence if Derek Chauvin was acquitted. I don't know, folks. It's a sad day in America. If you still believe in America and you still love America, please speak out. Please make your voices heard at the local level, at your city council, on your school boards, with your children, with your family because the radical left is looking to strip the police of all authority. And truthfully, without police, there is no society. If you take away the police, there will be nothing but anarchy in the streets within 48 to 72 hours. And I don't know who would want to be a police officer nowadays. I don't know who would want to volunteer to get a call to go to a crime scene and then you have to subdue the crime scene and you yourself end up being charged as a criminal. When I saw those George Floyd video, I was horrified. But when you look at it closely, there's really a lot of questions and there is a lot of reasonable doubt. Initially, I said, well, once Floyd passed out, at that point, there was really no excuse for him not getting off of his back. And part of me still feels that way. But in the trial, they showed evidence that if you try to revive somebody who was violent, often they become even more violent when they wake up. So nothing is as clear cut as it seems, and I believe Chauvin's lawyer did raise reasonable doubt. But the jury came back so quick, which means they did not really consider that evidence fully. 
Folks, we can't lose the justice system in America. If you go on trial and you're black, you're not standing trial for all the crimes of black people throughout history. And if you're white and go on trial, you're not standing trial for the crimes of other white people. And that's true for any race you are. Our society is built on individual justice and judging each case on a case-by-case -case basis. Each case is unique and has millions of moving parts. To say that this is like that or this is part of systemically racist law enforcement is just flat out wrong and it's a destructive narrative that evil people are using to try to gain political power they don't care what race you are and they don't care what happens to you they only care about using you to further their own political agenda keep speaking out for freedom and we have to save the united states of america i'm nicholas tutora and i'll talk to you again soon on tutora time <music>